1: Welcome to Signal Boost. This is Jess McIntosh. I'm here with Zerlina Maxwell, and we are joined right now by the only elected Democrat statewide in Florida, Commissioner of Agriculture and Consumer Services, who is now running for governor, Nikki Freed. Thank you so much for being here this morning.
0: I'm doing okay. Good morning, ladies. It's so nice to be back.
1: Good morning. I wish that
0: we had (laughs) you... Every time yes, time
1: come back, it's not on, on good terms. <laughs> exactly. Look, after you win this race, you can come back and tell us all the good things that you're going to do. But until then, we sort of have to talk about Ron DeSantis, I guess. Um, so things aren't going great in Florida. Um, the COVID numbers are up a good 200%. Florida now accounts for 20% of new cases nationwide. Um, that has to be an incredibly scary prospect. when you guys seem to be dodging bullets left and right last year. It, it seems to the, that the the, the the chickens are are roosting in in Florida. what is what are the kinds of conversations that you're having on the ground? are Are, are people within the state afraid or is that part of the problem?
0: No, I, I mean, it, it's it's scary out here, you know, that I always go back to, you know, my mom, who is turned 70 years old last month, went through two years of cancer and chemo about a year and a half ago, and she has to start wearing a mask again, you know, fully vaccinated. And that's the conversations I keep hearing. You know, people are scared. Um, people don't know what's going on because, of course, we're not reporting our data every single day. Um, we don't know the numbers that are coming out of our nursing homes or prisons again. So we're back to square one. You know, where we're not getting information from the Department of Health, this governor is holding press conferences and roundtables without inviting the press and the public um, about masking uh, children, schools. And and we're in a, in a free fall again and no leadership from the governor.
1: Less than 50 percent of Floridians are currently vaccinated and Florida is um It's a tourist destination. So I had a a really like a a frightening thing happen. A a very good friend of mine is an actor and he was cast in a play in Sarasota. And so he was heading down to Sarasota uh, a month ago. He had gotten the J&J shot and his doctor actually recommended that with the vaccination rate as low as it was in Florida, he should probably get a booster before he goes to work down there. If if doctors are warning people against traveling to Florida or working in Florida without being as prepared as possible to come in contact with somebody infected with COVID, what does that do to Florida's tourism industry, which it, it needs to survive?
0: Yeah, it, it puts it you know back into you know a, a, a stall nation again. And, You know, and that's a problem that we've been talking about: is that people aren't going to travel to our state if they feel that that COVID is rampant again. Local governments can't step in to do any type of, whether it's a mask mandate or you know, trying to put in any type of restriction on there. Businesses can't do anything either. You know, the governor uh, put into an executive order, and then the legislature passed um, not allowing our local businesses to force or to you know have a full mandate of vaccines, and so. I would be, you know I, I, you know, I understand where a lot of the tourists might be concerned about coming to our state and our economy can't survive without tourists coming and visiting.
2: One of the things I- that you mentioned that I, um, I want to sort of drill down on is the data question, because, you know, based on the new information we have this week, Florida reportedly has one in five of all the new cases of COVID-19 right now. Um, and the Delta variant has been spreading. How accurate are the numbers that we're getting? Because I think that the the um, the fact that we we aren't clear on the numbers is the way Governor DeSantis has been able to sort of coast throughout COVID and pretend like he's doing a good job because he's resisted the you know liberals who want lockdowns. Um, but the data. Has to be accurate in order to even assess whether or not anyone's done a good or bad job yeah, and that's really been some of my biggest criticism of
0: the governor since day one is that the numbers that were coming out from the Department of Health uh, weren't necessarily accurate or there were at least questions about their their accuracy whether it was the positivity rating um, how we're testing if if you have you know two positive tests in a row, you know what gets reported what doesn't. Um, if we don't know the numbers that are coming out of, again, the nursing homes, the prisons. And so the only information that we're getting on a pretty consistent basis is from the CDC. And that's what the Department of Health, each local government is supposed to report to. We stopped reporting daily numbers uh, a good month ago. And, you know, we're even hearing things that are coming out of um, some of the local departments of health that are saying we've been instructed to only list numbers of positivity ratings if they're showing symptoms, meaning that if somebody has been vaccinated and they're showing just very, very mild symptoms, but they test positive, um, some departments of health are not even reporting those numbers. And and that's really scary um, because if you don't know what's going on in your own community, you can't do what's necessary to protect yourself. It's like we here in Florida are used to hurricanes. We know what we need to do to prepare for a hurricane. Um, But if we don't know a hurricane's coming, then we can't prepare. And, and that's what I think is happening here today is that we're not really being told the full truth. You've got DeSantis who's you know printing out campaign gear and, and promoting you know anti-vax T-shirts and propaganda while people are, are in the hospitals and, and dying again in our hospitals um, are overloaded. Uh, It is so irresponsible of what this governor is doing and so dangerous.
1: I wanted to ask you about the merch specifically because it seems so egregious. He's he's put out campaign merchandise that is anti Fauci. It's like, don't Fauci my Florida shirts and other anti-vax slogans. While at the same time he's trying to say that he he thinks vaccines are, are good. Like he's trying to do that thing that the Fox News hosts seem to have caught on in the last couple of weeks where like, you know, they, they, they are anti-vax wall-to-wall coverage. And then one of them comes out and is like, actually, I believe in this science. Vaccines are good. You should all go get one. And then it returns right to the anti-vax wall-to-wall coverage. I, I, I hate the idea that, Fox News mentality seems to be governing a state right now is is that your sense of, of Ron DeSantis trying to trying to have it both ways is he even really trying or is that just lip service I, I think it's
0: kind of lip service I, I think that the Republicans you know saw the Dow Jones last week crash um that they saw and, and a lot of that is because of you know invested people in the markets are not trusting the um the economy, and and that's because of the vaccines. And, and so they saw that happen. They saw their polls being starting to be hit a little bit last week. And so lo and behold, you start seeing a lot of people, a lot of Republicans, both in the DeSantis administration as well as even House and senators, starting to post pictures of themselves getting the vaccine. It's like, really, dude, like you're doing that now? Yeah, yeah, you know, what, what happened to seven months ago, you're sitting in the governor's office every single day and the governor's traveling around the state and was with the president of the United States two weeks ago. You know, how irresponsible is this? So yeah, I think he's trying to do it both ways is, you know, have this like, cool, you know, anti Fauci kind of slogan, at the same time that hospital administrators are, are screaming and raising their hands saying we are in trouble here. Um, so he's trying to have it both ways and trying to claim that, you know, he's ne- he's always been supportive of the vaccine. Well, I'm sorry, but you haven't talked about vaccines in three months after your donors and the seniors were vaccinated. Um, it, it's so he is trying to have it both ways and it's going to bite him in the butt.
1: Yeah. Un- un- unfortunately, it seems like it's going to to take a lot of his constituents with him. What what do you um ascribe the vaccine hesitancy in florida to is it just bad messaging or can we assume that the you know the the 50 plus percent of floridians who have not gotten vaccinated can we assume that that is the amount of floridians who listen to fox news or is is it something something more
0: yeah, I think it's a combination of you've got people that are always, no matter what state and no matter where in the country, are going to just be anti-vaxxers no matter what. You know, that didn't vaccinate their kids from, you know, polo and, and all the things that we typically get. You've got that small portion of the country that has always existed. But mm-hmm. then you have, you know, this, yes, this, this chunk of people that have first listened to President Trump. Um, you know, having mixed messages on the pandemic. You have Ron DeSantis who came in here who didn't get vaccinated in public. My God, if he would have just rolled up his sleeves and done it in public, we might not be in this situation today. Mm -hmm. If he'd have just shown the personal leadership, showing, and if not him, his wife, or people that are in his leadership team, something. Um, But you had that messaging coming out that it wasn't, you know, he supported it. He showed support for, again, the senior class, and for his donors. And then the second that that was done and the cameras went away, he went away. And meanwhile, we have a problem in a lot of our socially disadvantaged communities that haven't been messaged enough to um, our college campuses. And then, of course, those that are that are following Fox News and the governor, who has not made this a top priority, um, such like B- President Biden came in, and that has been his top priority, is getting people vaccinated.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's an example that's more egregious than others. I mean, there are some Republican governors who are are not being necessarily doing the right things, according to the science. But he's actually been like his mission seems to be to defy mask mandates to pass laws to prohibit mandates being put into place. I mean what do you call that as somebody running for, for uh, his, like, what is that? Because that that's, that's a very specific, I mean, like why would you want to prevent people from being able to protect themselves? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And, And
0: what I think is so ironic is that he's going around and talking about freedom, freedom, freedom. The state is open. The state is open. Yet you know what freedom is freedom is I have a small business and I so choose to have all of my employees and my customers vaccinated—that's my personal freedom from my company. And, and so, what he's done is he's forcing this authoritarian, you know, mentality of it's his way or the highway. And he knows that the polls were good for, for you know, we saw what happened here in Florida, and a lot of it had to deal with, with his and Trump's response to the pandemic. Um, and so, he is actually forcing uh, his own views of this pandemic to the people of our state and and instead of actually saying, you know, freedom is you making a choice and and the same thing on school districts. If a school district, like in Dade County, who sees a huge amount of, of cases and, you know, we're going back into school in the very near future and if a majority of the school board chooses to say there's a mask mandate locally, then it's also the choice of the parent to pull the kids out of school, but instead he wants to force his own views onto the people of our state. I don't call that freedom. Uh, I call that authoritarian.
1: Do do you think that there should be a, a, a mask mandate instituted in Florida where where cases are spiking? Is that is that the kind of leadership that we should be seeing? I mean, look, that, that, that's
0: the leadership that you should be saying yes. You know, I called on mass mandates back last year. We know that masks slow down the spread of the virus, and we know that the Delta variant is highly, highly contagious. And, you know, there was a conversation of whether or not it was contagious with the, the first variant, you know, when we started COVID-19, which was... You know, not as contagious with children, but now you're seeing kids just as susceptible as adults getting COVID, uh, getting this Delta variant, and so we have to have th- those real scientifically backed conversations. And so, if we know, like again, we're preparing for a hurricane, you know that taking in your furniture that is going to be a, a flying projectile during a hurricane is going to save your windows. You bring the furniture in. Same thing on on COVID, you know that COVID's coming, you know it's gonna slow down the spread by wearing a mask, by maybe, you know, by increasing social distancing again, stop going into elevators with strangers that you don't know, start being smart again, but no messaging isn't coming out of the governor's office like that. And so it's creating this like laissez-faire, you know, that, that really nothing's going on here in the state of Florida. And unfortunately, you know, the areas that are being hit the hardest are my rural communities where my farmers are because unfortunately those rates of vaccination are significantly less, even in the 51% of the average of the state.
1: And you're campaigning statewide, so you're probably having considerably more conversations with folks than the average American is. Is is there a sense of confusion among people Are are people are people a little lost about I mean, this last year plus has been a, a hideous exercise in personal risk every day. You know, everybody's trying to do their best and navigate, you know, differing messaging from local governments and the CDC and, you know, what the what the, the reality is in their own household. I, I can't even imagine what that would be like in a, a state where the governor was actively trying to confuse the people. Are, are those the kinds of conversations that you're having? Are are, are people feeling lost and stressed because they're not sure how to keep their families safe or or do people want to talk about something else entirely
0: no the conversations that i've, I've had you know on the campaign trail and just and doing my official job across the state people are concerned um, and they don't know what to do I, I was talking to a business owner yesterday out in Jacksonville, where numbers again are, are spiking pretty high. Mm-hmm. And he says to me, Nikki, I don't know what to do. He's like, I can't force people to come into my into my establishment vaccinated. I can't force my employees. Um, I can fire them, but then I don't have a workforce. He's like, I don't know what to do anymore. He's like, I've brought the vaccines and he's a, a you know conservative Republican. He's like, i brought the vaccines to our, our establishment and had them sitting outside in tents and people weren't going. He's like, I'm doing everything I can. And so you are finding a, a lot of frustration. I mean, even look at the cruise line industry. You know, can the, the governor is suing the CDC because of cruises and the cruise line industry is like, wait a second. Let us make the decision for our customers and for our employees. If people don't want to go on a cruise because they're not vaccinated, that's their choice. But you were sitting here and, and not allowing local businesses. And, and same thing for local governments. Orlando's mayor yesterday came out and was, and is basically going to buck the governor and say, we're going to have mandatory mask mandates because the fact is we mm. need to protect. That's where that is where Disney is. We've got you know, tourists that are coming through and we got to protect the people on the ground. and our, and, and so they're just going to have to do what's right for their communities. But this governor has even prevented them from stepping up and showing leadership. So there is frustration on the ground and people not knowing what to do next. Do we go back into wearing masks? Do we not wear masks? You know, that that's a conversation that I'm having every single day with people. And I'm like, listen, I'm starting to wear a mask again. I would recommend you doing so too.
1: That seems to be the consensus. Yeah. It, it's so odd to watch them argue against conservative principles, though. Like right. telling a private business what they can't. I mean. They want to make it so that the, the cruise line could say, yeah, we don't allow gay people on the ship. They'd be fine with that. But somehow saying we don't allow unvaccinated people on the ship. All of a sudden, those conservative principles of, you know, corporate autonomy just fly out the window, I guess. Yeah, that it, must be very frustrating. <laughs>
0: so frustrating you know that, that you know right the, the republican you know playbook is supposed to be free market um and and, and respecting your corporations you know less government and, and more in the private sector but they've even prevented that um and, and so it is frustrating for, for your businesses and it's, it's contrary to anything you know about the republican party that's supposed to be free market um and and it's been very frustrating from from the get-go and you know and, and yesterday the governor what does he talk about two things he, he one sends out a fund fundraising email attacking transgender athletes in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what's important right now in the state of Florida. And and two weeks ago, as cases are rising, we have still the aftermath of Surfside. We have red tide coming off the West Coast. This governor is going down to the Texas border um, and, and talking about the immigration problems at the border. I mean, he really has just completely lost sight of what is important to the people of our state, what is necessary to protect our economy, to rep- to protect the healthcare of our state. And again, yesterday, you know, has a, a round table at the Capitol, doesn't tell anybody about it, mm-hmm. talking about mask mandates for children and then the school system. You know, we should be working with administrators, with school board members and figuring out what's best for the kids, not having a private conversation, trying to push his narrative about why
1: kids don't need to be masked or, in his view, muzzled um, (laughs) in in school. I I mean, I I can't even imagine the fear that parents must be feeling right now, watching the Delta variant um, ravage the country and knowing that kids are are not as as safe from it as they were. Even even that was unreliable from from Covid-19. it feels like we need to be prioritizing children's safety. And I I don't see that coming out of, of Republican leadership right now.
0: Yeah. And, and that's unfortunate. You know, we're about to start school again and, and everybody getting ready for the school system. And we also know that, that the vaccine isn't really readily accessible to all ages. And so a, a what is what is a parent supposed to do? Like a parent right. may go and say, you know, I, I my kid can't get vaccinated yet because they're they're under the, the age. You know, my school isn't enforcing mask. I can't force mask mandates, and I'm going to mask my kid. But what about everybody else in, this, in the in the classroom? Right. And what about the teachers? You know, the teachers that that are also older. And yes, they can wear a mask. But if their students aren't wearing masks, um, you know, we're in a situation where we're we're not we're more concerned about the political. Fallout than having real conversations about how to protect the people of our state. And, and when politics overrides health, we're in a lot of trouble. I haven't seen our Surgeon General in over a year.
2: Wow. You know, mm-hmm.
0: he, he hasn't been around. He got pulled from a press conference you know, almost a year ago, and we haven't seen him. And, you know, he's not at these roundtables. He's not talking about, you know, what's in the best interest. We're certainly not getting, you know, information from our our hospitals again, the administrators are, are waving their hands and in, in, in panic mode again. Uh, and, and this governor's you know pushing you know anti vax merchandise and you know talking about transgender kids in the Olympics.
1: Nikki Freed, I can't believe what you have to deal with on a daily basis. Um, thank you so much for joining us this morning and also for uh running to take this man's job.
2: <laughs> thank you thank for you. being here, <laughs> we
1: appreciate you.
2: Thanks for listening to the Signal Boost podcast.
1: We'll be back tomorrow with more news.